Good morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome first Sunday in August 2020. The number eight is a number of grace. I remember when Pastor Lee prophesied and he said 2020 will be a year of new beginnings. So August is your month of a new fresh start, a new beginning, especially for Lovedale today. We have seven services that's going to happen, actually eight, because eight o'clock this morning, they were already in Bonnie Bray doing prayer walk. And then their eight o'clock Afrikaans service starts at Brackenfell at the Powerhouse Conference Center. And then there's a nine o'clock service and then all the 10 o'clock services. Oh my word, too much to mention. And then for this afternoon, 12.30 at Bonnie Bray again. And uh, now our live broadcast, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. New beginnings. If you still have time, go to the venues and we have permission. If the building overflows with the 50 people, they will have speakers up there in the parking lot. And you can have a parking lot service now, now we're excited to keep on broadcasting because for the people that cannot afford to go right now where they need to be. But nevertheless, we pray this morning for the Cronier family who lost their father during the night and Brother Tapley and uh, his family. We pray for them that God will bless them. And oh my word, so many people passed away. Personally, I know of 37 pastors who died, and that's just the ones I know, not other people know. And uh, there's many more. And we need to pray because the lockdown is not our master. Now, we did for the whole of July. Wow, we did growing, sowing, and going. And this morning, we carry on with the last part because, and we theme August, let thy will be done. The most powerful prayer you can always pray in your life. And that helped me. I was praying and for the long time now and say, God, you've got something with the Western Cape. Something must happen. Seven million people are here more than uh, 5.8 million of the 7 million professed just in the Western Cape, they Christians. Why don't we turn this nation, the tipping from the tip of Africa, why don't we tip everything around for the gospel of Jesus Christ? And I have the answer. It's got to do with our will. Now I've put something down here. Proverbs chapter 19, 27. Now, that's not going to be the theme scripture out of the CEV translation. Listen what it says. And this struck me. If you stop learning, you will forget what you already know. Wow. So our biggest enemy is not the devil. It's not people, not the government, not the opposition. It's our lack of knowledge. We've said it over and over. Because the wise prophet came and he says, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, because of a lack of knowledge, information, my people, that's now God,
God's people perish. Wow. And that is a terrible thing. Isaiah used the same phrase in Isaiah chapter 5, and he says they go in captivity. They become slaves again. Freedom is exchanged to become slaves because of a lack of knowledge. That's one of the keys, and I say it to ministers, to people, to every individual. If you want to be a giant in the Lord, never stop learning. Be teachable all the time. There's things that I thought I know a lot until the revival hit, and then I discovered I know nothing. Because what I knew was old, stale manner that turned with worms in. I had to be a new wineskin for the new wine to be poured out. And it starts with what you know. And that's why I've said it over and over, and I want to say it because faith cometh by hearing. You need to hear a negative thing to make something negative in your life only between three and seven times. But to turn a negative situation in a positive thing, you need to hear it between eight to 13 to 20 times. So you can see, we need to hear more of the positive, what the word is saying, because that our minds can be changed. Now let me take you into the service and oh my word, we welcome this morning the powerhouse service and the conference center service at uh, nine o'clock and uh, we welcome this morning Hadassah service at 10 and the three services at LWPC and then this afternoon service I said at Bonnie Bray, the evening service will broadcast again. Now, taking you into the scripture and enter with me in where Jesus prayed this prayer. Now, it's amazing when you start studying scripture. Now, we've said scripture must answer scripture. Scripture will explain scripture. And that's where a lot of error comes in because people try to, out of a natural mind, get to something that's not in the word and say, I thought that's what the word was saying. No, 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 no. Let's go to what Jesus said because this is an amazing thing. You will either, when I sacrifice my will and I give my will up and I've put it here, you're going to make a destiny decision. When you say, not my will, but your will be done, it's a destiny decision for the good because your decisions will let you either operate in God's dream, God's will, or you will become a meal, hard worker, busy with the things of God, not with God. That's where religion comes in. And... Uh, then the problem is with the mule syndrome. You are a hard worker, but you sterile. You never produce. Now, I'm going to release stuff this morning and lay a foundation because, Jonah, we can learn out of people's mistakes. You don't need to make the same mistake I have made. That's why in the revival, the younger generation needs the older generation. I don't like the word old the more senior generation to help them not to make the same mistakes 
we have made on our life's journey. And I think after serving 51 years and being in ministry 46 years, maybe I've got something by the grace of God to help somebody not to do what they are doing and to get them on the right path by remaining teachable. Now, this is the biggest thing because I'm going to show you out of Scripture the trap of the enemy, how Jonah went in a trap and Peter was on the trap and there's certain things that we need to learn from their mistakes not to do it because your choices will either expedite what God wants to do on the face of the earth or it's going to delay your life mission. You were never put on the face of the earth just to grow up, make money, retire, and die. That's what I call oxygen thieves, time-wasting, waste of time. You were put on the face of the earth with a life mission. And if you don't fulfill that life mission, you're going to be the most miserable person on the face of the earth. Because God has already planned and ordained for you to live out. Ephesians says, Paul says, the life that God has planned beforehand. And he wants us to live that good life. And it starts where? By bringing my will in submission. Now, submission is a hateful word. We don't want to hear submission because, you know, we live in a generation where everybody think they know it all. No, no, submission is God's plan. He said, how can you love your brother that you see <laughs> or hate your brother that you see, but you say you love God that you haven't seen? It's a submission thing. It's a submission thing. Because to follow instruction is the reason we preach and the reason we share the word and the reason we open the services is not to say we do it. It's to help people how to live out their life mission. If God made you original, why do you want to die a copy? <laughs> Come on, people. We always want to be a carbon copy of something. No, 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 no. You have the fullness in you. You only need to duplicate heaven. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. He was a duplication of heaven. That's where we mess up sometimes. And I want to help you because we have learned in, and, and I'll just capture a bit tonight again, what happens when you say no to God and what happens when you say yes to God? God said to, uh, to Jonah, go! And Jonah said no. <laughs> now there's certain consequences you pay when you say no to God. And this is the phenomenal thing. Now here we find Jesus in Gethsemane. He knew his time was very close by that he's going to be hand over, crucified. And there in Luke chapter 22, Jesus is in Gethsemane. He took three people with him. <laughs> the confidants, the inner circle, what we, if we want to give it fancy names in modern technology or terminology. 
he took them with him. And then he started praying and they fell asleep. And then Jesus made certain statements and through his prayer, we're going to listen there in Matthew. Oh, look, look, chapter 22 and uh, the third book in the Bible. We're going to re- learn out of the gospel. What does it mean? Why did Jesus pray that way? Now, remember, if Jesus was the perfect model of God's kingdom, God's will, God's idea, God's way of living, to manifest the kingdom, he didn't say manifest what I think. It's a kingdom principle, a kingdom lifestyle. That's why scripture says we are in this world, but not from this world. <laughs> Sinners are in this world and from this world because they live from outside to the inside. But kingdom people preach the gospel of the kingdom, Jesus said. Kingdom people live from the inside out. Now, in, in, when, when Jesus said there in Luke chapter 22 and... Uh, the most phenomenal thing is when he was praying. Now, remember, he was there as the son of Mary. Although he was God manifest in the flesh, John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word came and dwelt among us. Now, Oh, my word, that word, that manifest came as in the form of a human being. The only thing he couldn't do, he had all the emotions, he had everything, he couldn't sin. And he showed us how to live out life mission. And when I go to the book of Genesis this morning, I'm going to help you to understand. What did we say, Genesis, what, 22 and in verse number forty. Now listen what happened here. He said, and when he came to the place, (laughs) he didn't came to any place. He came to the place. (laughs) Now people say, I can serve God just where I, no, 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 no. Your life is meant to be at the place, the right place, the place where God has planted you. You can only bloom where you are planted. Uh, your, 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 your provision is and your future and your destiny is somewhere in a man of God's mouth that can release you. Now, now that's another thing we will share. But listen, he says, and when Jesus came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not at all enter into temptation. Now, this very powerful terminology that she used here and he withdrew from them about a stone throw and knelt down and prayed saying father if you are willing now now God tells somebody this morning God never change his mind now Jesus prayed in human form he says If you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet, 
not my will, but always amplified, yours be done. And listen what happened after Jesus prayed this. Now, I've never looked at it as this morning. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthen him in spirit. Whenever you pray God's will, the host of heaven is there to strengthen you to execute God's will. <laughs> that's where 1 John 4, 4 comes in. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Now, my question to God in this time and what I was praying, God, how are you going to do it? We have all these prophetic promises. How are you going to light the fire in the tip of Africa that already happened and ignite and have an effect on the whole of South Africa, Africa, Europe, America, and the uttermost parts of the world? And I thought it's going to be a big revelation. And God said, it starts with your will. Wow. My will. He said, I said it. Now, what I said is not up to God any longer. Since the prophetic word, since the pr prophetic word of God, since God's will proceeds out of his mouth, it's no longer God's will <laughs> or God's part to perform that word. It's now my part as uh, heir of God to let that word come to pass. Oh, Gustav, that's hard words. How can you say it? You can either derail your life mission and assignment by compromising. Now, I know I say a lot of things, so take notes and listen it over again. Or you can fulfill, bring your will under submission with God's will, and it will happen like this. Now, I'm going to show you how Satan... Now, now, most people say the first sin happened in the garden. No, it happened in heaven. <laughs> it happened before Genesis chapter 1. And I'm going to show you out of the book of Isaiah how strong this thing is of my will. And I and me and what I want and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to... I've seen many people torpedo their godly assignment, God's godly plan for their life by that kind of attitude. Now, we'll, we'll come to this, but listen what Jesus did here. And then when he said, not my will, but your will be done. Listen what happened. He says the angel appeared and strengthened him in the spirit. And being in Agony of mind. That's where the battlefield is. He prayed all the more earnestly and intently. And his sweat became like great clots of blood dropping down upon the ground. Now, there's seven places where Jesus shed his blood. But the first place was in the garden. Why in the garden? Because after in uh, what you discover after the high treason happened in heaven, how did high treason came by? I will, and I'll show you the five I wills of Satan. Listen, and then he was cast out because God doesn't tolerate I will, my way. I'll do it as I want to. 
because it was, listen, a blood covenant that developed when you bring your will in submission with God's will. Now, that's a tough one because our minds are programmed always what other people want and never what God wants. Come on, somebody. That's the mistake we make on the face of the earth because he said, she said, they said, the television said, the preacher said, and the book said, but what does the Bible says and what does God's will says? This is very important. Because the kingdom of God is a kingdom of words. Because the enemy is after you and that you will discover. And the first place where Jesus shed his blood was in the garden on the face of the earth. The first place where high treason and where I will come again (laughs) sticks his head out was in a garden in the garden of Eden. Wow, yes, in Genesis chapter 1, we have a story where God created mankind and he placed him in such a phenomenal position. He gave them dominion, he gave them authority, he gave them everything. There in Genesis 1 and in verse number 16, you will discover what God, how God's plan operate. Because now God needs a family. And he created Adam and Eve. Jesus came and he needs a bride. That's why he gave his blood for us. And then the Holy Spirit came. He needs a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you qualify for all three. That's why creation is waiting on you, not waiting for another superstar, somebody with permed hair and a white suit. Now, white suit is okay, I've got one. And gold, your diamonds in the teeth and permed hair. Creation is waiting on the manifestation of the family of God. Genesis 1, what God wants. The bride of Christ, what the Bible called us. And the temple of the Holy Ghost, what happens in the book of Acts chapter 1. Now, this is all phenomenal stuff I'm sharing because if the church has a good paper, good buildings, but the wrong assignment, my mission is to bring you back and I must be back in the right assignment of God. He says therein, and God made The lights and Genesis 1 chapter 16 and then God made, 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 made. And then God came by the place and he said, (laughs) God blessed everything. And then God created mankind. And he said, God said in 26, let us Father, Son and Holy Spirit make mankind in our image and after our likeness. And let them have complete authority. What must mankind have? Say it after me. Complete authority. Complete authority. First God created man in his likeness and his image. And he said, oh my word. That means he gave you the fullness, his character, his ability, his potential. 
his capacity in you. <clears throat> and then God said, let them have complete, somebody say, complete authority over the fish of the sea, over what God created, in other words, rule on the face of the earth. And then God blessed them, verse number 28, and said to them, now God speak, in, in, in verse 26, God spoke <laughs> to himself and to Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like we say, say it, and then God said, let's make them and let's form them. Let's give, give them complete authority. And then God made them and then God blessed them. So you are, were a blessed person from day one and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it using all its vast resources in the service of God and man. <laughs> <laughs> now you can see I'm not white. <laughs> that can preach, not just that scripture. In the service using all its vast resources, your house, your money, your car, your savings, your everything for what? Of God first and then man. So this is a very unselfish Adam and Eve God created. I've never seen it that way. And it's not a book. I've just got it from the Holy Spirit when I was reading. And have dominion over everything. And then God said, see, I have given you. Now God give them the means, the tools. <laughs> the plant yielding seed. That's why seed is so important. Seed in the natural. Seed in love. Seed in finances to use it for God's kingdom and for mankind's lesson to reach out what God wants to do. Now, that's another message. Listen. And then God said, that is on the face of all the land and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And then God goes on and in verse 31, and God saw everything that he has made and behold, it was very good. Say, I was created and God called me very good. That's why it's great. You cannot say I'm good. <laughs> good is the greatest enemy to great. You were very good, great, and suitable, pleasant. And he approved it completely. <laughs> and there was evening and there was morning, a sixth day. Now in chapter number two, of Genesis, we pick up there in verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend, to guard, and to keep it. <laughs> you placed on the face of the earth to tend, to guard, and to keep it. Because God knew Satan was thrown out. And he's now in the second heaven. In the, he's the ruler of the kingdom of darkness. That's why it's dangerous. When I, I see all these prophecies that people throw out, most of them are not from the third God's heaven. It's from the second heaven. Because every prophecy that comes from God's mouth will always lead you back to the original plan and to your life mission. <laughs> Oh, my word. And the Lord commanded them. 
verse 16 saying, you may, free, free, you may freely eat of every tree of the garden. Listen. And then verse 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and blessing and calamity, you shall not eat. For in that day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now the Lord God said, it is not good. And then, of course, he explained again, and Eve was created out of the rib. So lady turned to her husband, say, you were made out of dust, but I'm from bone china. <laughs> out of my husband's rib. <laughs> Woman, you are made of bone china. That's why you're precious and you're valuable. <laughs> and then God instructed Adam to name the animals. Now, here time was running and... God met with them and they had fellowship and the glory sustained them because as God's glory, the light shine on Adam and Eve and Adam and Eve lived in that presence and in that glory. And then there's a day, <laughs> chapter three. Now the serpent was more subtle and crafty. Why? He was not created in the likeness and the image of God. He's a fallen angel. Come on, somebody. And uh, you were created in God's likeness, image. You were given total authority, total dominion. You were given seed, how to make it. He gave you jurisdiction on the face of the earth. That's why the psalmist said, The high heaven belongs to the Lord our God, and he has given the earth to the children of men. Say after me, say Satan is not the God of the world I'm living in. He's only the God what people allow him to have. He's stripped, he's bound with chains of darkness. He's the father of lie. And he came with a lie to Eve. He was subtle and crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God made. And he, Satan, came to the woman. And he said to the woman, Now, there's a lot of things saying about that. Let me just be in plain. Eve was not where she was supposed to be at that moment. <laughs> and Satan came with the speed of a thought and communicate with her. Because what God says, now listen, he's, conversation and a lot of us have that conversations every day that's why the battlefield of life is not what's happening yesterday it was war at lwpc i said this morning Lancella, i said are they burning still she said burning or not i'm going i said oh my word that's a trooper listen <clears throat> that's not where the battle is the battle is when satan can Get your mind, and he operates with influence through fear. The fear factor is there. And what happens now? And uh, he came with a statement. Now, you have you heard the statements? And he says, said to the women, Can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from every tree of the garden, now, God doesn't say every tree. He comes and he twists the truth. God said, you can eat of all the trees except the one. Now, Eve tries to correct him. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit from the trees of the garden except 
the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. Now, she was not in the middle then. <laughs> because, listen, <laughs> there was something about this conversation. Then God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Verse 4. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Listen. <laughs> For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. Now listen what Satan does. He wants you to eat what belongs to God. Touch what is God. Don't touch my anointed. Don't touch the tithe. It's holy. Don't touch the first portion. It belongs to God. He wants you to touch it and to eat it. He wants you to devour what belongs to God. And the way he does that is by messing up your will, quicken something in your self up that your will will be stirred up that you want to do it your way, not God's way. Now, <laughs> this is now, I know it's a, it's, it's a, I want to lay a firm foundation. He says, for God knows, verse 5 in chapter 3, that day you eat of your eyes will be opened and will, you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil, the blessing and calamity. You see what he did? He led Eve suddenly in an emotional thing. That's why you can never make choices because on emotions, on fear, on opportunity, on money, on what you have left over, or what you have. Or you can never be led by, by schemes, and there's so many schemes going out there. If you invest this, and in so many times you will have that, and uh, the, the Ponzi schemes, and the pyramid schemes, and people are, and, and you know who get involved in that? The sinners, but more God's people, because they want to make a quick buck. And they forget it's the blessing of the Lord that will make you rich when I do what God tells me. What it God tells them, I give you this so that you can use it for God and for man. <laughs> That's a very powerful statement there. And when the woman saw, now her mind was influenced, her will came in action. As she saw that the tree was good suitable and pleasant for food that it was, listen, delightful to look at and a tree to be desired in order to make one wise. She took it off its fruit and ate and she gave some also to her husband and he ate. Influence again, the power of influence. And then they heard <laughs> and the eyes of them both open, and they discover they were naked. And, uh, oh my word, and the next moment is, they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves <laughs> aprons like girdles. Now they no longer see them as God sees them. They see them as Satan wants them to see themselves naked, stripped, and then they left the place where God normally, and that's what's happened when you 
Don't let your will be God's will. Now, right from that time, you will see how every great man and woman of God, how every appointed person made the same mistakes that Adam and Eve made because suddenly they see themselves as Satan wants them to see and then they touch what belongs to God and they went in error and not living life's mission. Ladies and gentlemen, hear the word of the Lord this morning. Satan doesn't want you to live out God's mission for your life, what we call your life mission. He wants you to live out what he wants because the reason in Genesis chapter 3, God is now on the scene and then God spoke (laughs) to the serpent and he first said to the woman, what is this that you have done? Now the first question ever asked and God still asked the question, on the face of the earth, where are you? Where are you standing? Are you busy with your life mission? Or are you busy with the plot of the enemy? It's only two things. Three powerful things that operate. God's will, Satan's will, and my own will. Now, my own will actually stands between God's will and Satan's will. Because how I'm going to respond to God's will, it's going to determine how I'm going to cancel Satan's will. How if I operate in Satan's will, I'm going to cancel God's will. There's not a meet in between halfway. You either do God's will or you do your own will that will be connected to Satan's will. That's the danger. And then the Lord said, what have you done, woman? You're in trouble. You caused the whole creation, the thing that I created for My family is now in trouble because Satan suddenly you hand over the keys of dominion. You made him now something that he is not, that he could never be uh, because I didn't create him for that. He's a fallen angel. You gave him now that dominion to operate, to kill, steal, and to destroy. Now he said, the serpent beguiled, cheated, outwitted and deceived me and I ate she still had her own choice of measure up what God said dominion authority your seed and you can eat of everything you can have everything except that thing because this thing if you do it is you're gonna oppose my will and you're gonna discover pride oh my word pride is not walking with your nose in the air Pride is, I'll do it my will. I do it as I want. I do it, he did that, she did, and I will do it. That's the danger. And listen, then the Lord spoke to the serpent, and he said, you will eat dust. You were created out of what? The dust of the earth. So what is Satan after right now? The dust. (laughs) The dust that contains, that we call this temple. You are a living stone. Satan is after the dust to eat this dust. What does the funeral say? The preacher, from dust to dust. Come on, somebody. He's afraid you will become the temple of the Holy Ghost and God's dwelling place to execute God's will on the face of the earth that strips him from his authority and dominion 
and you take back what God has planned in the beginning to rule and reign on the face of the earth. COVID-19 cannot do what it wants. If it attacks you, stand up and say, no, no, I'm God's. And we're so thankful for people in the church that experienced COVID-19. They came out of that by the grace of God. <laughs> Brother Ashby said, oh, hallelujah, at our hospital, come on. Brother Peter and all these other people that experience it, you don't need to die of it. Stand up in the word because you have authority and dominion. Listen. And then in chapter 315, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, speaking to Satan, and between your offspring and her offspring, he will bruise and threat your head under foot, and you will lie in wait and bruise his heel. And what God said then, I will restore the kingdom. Now, listen, what is God's will we're going to establish? And how does God's will manifest today in our lives? Now, let me help you with something. In the book of Isaiah, now here the prophet comes and uh, he explains. Isaiah chapter 14 tells us where this first Calamity happened uh, before the earth were creation. Isaiah chapter 14. You will read five things. And if you operate in that five things, you will be defeated with your life mission. Now that five things that Satan said there, he said, I will, between verse 13 and 14, he said, and you said, in your heart. That's why serving God is not a mind issue. It's a heart issue first. That's why I need to renew my mind all the time. If Satan can control my mind, it will work through my heart and my heart will become evil and my actions evil. What did we say last month in growing, sowing and going? He who controls the mind have the footsteps and directs the footsteps. I will ascend above. Or he said, I will ascend to heaven. That's Lucifer. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of assembly in the uttermost north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to Hades, to the innermost recesses of the pit, the region of death. Now, let me just stop here for a while. Five things Satan said in that scripture, where the prophet Isaiah revealed him. Now, earth was not created yet, because we're not in Genesis 1 now. This angel was called the morning star and he was created as one of the archangels. And listen what he said. He became evil. He said five things. And that five things is still what Satan wants to execute in your life. He says, <clears throat> for you have said in your heart, I will, as I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. That's all what Satan said. I will, I will ascend in heaven. 
I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will exalt myself above God. I will sit, also sit on the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. All the eye walls of Satan. For Satan, listen it. It's all about him, what his will is. And it's nothing about what God wants. That's why what Satan was saying. It's better to reign in hell than to be a servant in heaven. That that went off well right now. It's better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. Wow. So now one thing about the devil. He convinced a third of the angels to have a rebellion against God. Because that, when you oppose God's will, you are in rebellion. And rebellion is what? Witchcraft. Now, now it doesn't mean you, 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 you go to the witch doctor. Christians, listen, don't <laughs> do idol worship, but they operate in witchcraft. <gasps> Gustav, don't say this. We, we want a word that can, I want to help you because you have a life mission to complete. Now, the five idols of God, that's going to bring us out to what Jesus prayed. Because what are, we, what are we doing? We're laying a foundation. I've got 15 minutes. The five I wills of God. <laughs> because the I wills of Satan is sinful and brought death. But the five I wills of God gives hope and comfort. Five things God spoke in the book of Exodus. Where he says, oh my word. The I wills of God, he says, I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. I will take you to me for a people. <laughs> I will be to you a God, the five I wills of God. I will bring you into unto the land, the promise. I will give to you for a heritage, the five wills of God. That always leads to hope and comfort and then the five I wills of Jesus <laughs> there's something so powerful because the I will statements of Jesus listen is what gives us the right to operate as sons and daughters of God not as second-hand Christians not as, that's give us the right to, how does God want to do it? You must grow up. You must be generous. Because you can give without loving. But you can never love without giving. That's why I must love God, how? With my whole heart. It's a heart issue. Satan is after your heart. And he's not after the sinner's heart. He already have the sinner. That's why we have so much wickedness and so much craziness going on. He's after the heart of God's people. How is he after the heart? By pumping you full of fear. The whole world came to a standstill of something that was fabricated. And now the only way how they can get 
What I feared, says Job, came my way. The thing I feared the most is what happened to me. So Satan wants your heart. He wants you in rebellion in your mind against God's will. He's afraid that you and I is going to help the coming of the Lord. Come on, people, to manifest as God's sons. Now, five things that is <laughs> that Jesus said, I will, the seven I wills of Jesus. Now, now, the five I will statements of Satan, I said, just brought sinful and death. <laughs> the five I wills of God <laughs> is God gives us hope and comforts us. And in the New Testament, listen, the seven I wills of Jesus statements is <laughs> what gives us assurance of who God is, what he has done for us, and will continue to do through us now to bring the world back into his kingdom. Now, that reminds us when you Read the seven I wills of Jesus, of his love for us, his grace and his mercy. The seven I wills of Jesus is, I will make you fishers of men. Wow! <laughs> no, Gustav, I don't want to be a fisher of men. <laughs> That's what God says. Remember Genesis 1. I give you these resources. I give you all these things for God and for man. God never saved you for you. He says that the next one, I will give you rest. When you follow your will with God's will, it brings rest. It doesn't make you anxious. It doesn't make you depressed. I will keep you. <laughs> I will love you. I will do what you ask in my name. Hallelujah. I will come again and see you. And I will take you with. And I will send the Holy Spirit. That's the seven I wills of Jesus. Now he needs to bring his will to pay for his will. The first place we said where blood was shed. It's where Jesus said, not my will, your will be done. So that the will of God can be executed on the face of the earth and in our lives. Now the seven I ams, what Jesus said. Because remember what Satan said, I will, I will. And what God says, I will, I will. And what Jesus said, I will, I will. And now the thing that Jesus said, I am. And that's where I'm going to pick up for a minute to take you back to Luke. He said, I am the bread of life. He said things that Satan, the Satan worshippers, and nobody can say. He says, I am the light of the world. I am the gate for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life, the Zoe, hallelujah, that you need to live. And I am the true vine. <laughs> I can close the Bible right now and make an altar call and say, we have done it. Now, this is amazing. You read a lot about five and seven. But then when Jesus spoke about our life mission, that's six. 
Now, Gustav isn't 666, uh, number, no, no. The number six is the number of man. And for me to live out my life mission, I must fulfill these six things to overpower the number of mankind. That's why it operates in six. What do you mean? I gave it a few Sunday nights ago. Listen, where Jesus actually helped us to understand this, with all the things he said I am, I was created. First, I must love God with all of my heart. That means I'm a worshiper. Uh, my, my worship is not singing only. My worship is a lifestyle. Present your bodies, Romans chapter 12, as a living sacrifice unto God. My worship is giving. My worship is saying. My worship is doing. That's my worship. I'm, a, I'm the total object of worship unto God. That's the first thing I need to. The second thing, <laughs> my, 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 I need to love my neighbor as myself. First, love God with all of my heart, all of my strength, all of my mind, all of my soul, all of everything. <laughs> that means I'm a worshiper. God created me to be a worshiper. The Father is looking for people that can worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what Jesus told the woman at the well. Second thing, to love your neighbor as yourself. God wants to restore your, your, your self-esteem in him. My identity in him. I'm not a slave. I'm not an orphan. I am a legitimate child of God. I was born and purchased with blood. He redeemed me. The blood is in me. The blood is over me. Oh, the blood flowed through our veins. Tonight we'll do the communion table. That's why his spirit is inside of me. Come on, somebody. Now that means I have a ministry. My ministry on the face of the earth. My, 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 my mission on the face of the earth. If I know that God is love and I have the antidote for hell, my ministry is to go and tell people and win them for the kingdom. That's why he made me a disciple. Go and make <laughs> disciples. I must make disciples. I must be a, a disciple myself. Follow Jesus. My will. You see, all these things I've just mentioned, to love God is a, a, a thing of my will. God's not going to grab you on the collar and press you on the neck and say, you'll serve me or what? No, he said, Deuteronomy 30, I leave it up to you, you choose. You choose, that's what Genesis 3, he said, now because you know the difference between good and evil, the curse and the blessing, death and life, now that you know about that, that was a, a thing that God said in the garden, and uh, it's phenomenal, that's why Jesus was in the garden, first place to shed blood this is a blood thing where my will must come in submission oh Gustav it's so difficult no 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 when your will is under submission with his will you'll discover how easy is his yoke and how easy it is to follow him the fourth thing is I must be in fellowship go and baptize them I'm not a loose standing thing. I'm not an island somewhere in the ocean. People say, I, me and my house will serve. It's only us four, no more. 
No, you need to be in fellowship. And he came to the place. Jesus came to the place. The place is important. Place was important in the Old Testament. The place of your worship. They went to the place. They went into the upper room to the place. Where you worship is a place that's important. Well, I can't serve God. That's just... You need to belong to a family that serves God in a place. Hear the word. Don't be, 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 I don't need, watch out. That's the traps of Jonah. And the trap that Peter stepped on. <laughs> and, and Demas got the, love the present world. I need to baptize them. And then I teach them. That's, I make disciples. And then the sixth thing, I must pray. Prayer. So God said, I am five times. Satan said, I will. Jesus said, I am. And then he said seven times, I will. So my will this morning is one of the most important things to live in God's will. Because when we read what Jesus prayed, not my will, Father, but your will be done. If you want to be significant on the face of the earth, if you can pray that prayer, because last week when we close with go, means I have to say this whole thing is going to lead us. Thy will is here I am. And I'm going to show you tonight when people prayed and say, here I am. It was not just words. It didn't stop there. It went on to action. Because now I'm no longer doing my will. That's where people struggle in finances. Because money is, money is never evil. It's the love people have for money. What did we read in Genesis? He said, the resources I gave you, the things, the seed... It's to use for God and for man. God gave it. He gave you the things, how to achieve everything, how to overcome every battle, how to be victorious in every facet of your life. When you don't touch his portion and you give it to him, he says, listen, because this is how we're going to do this. In, in chapter 3, he says, and the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to know how to distinguish between good and evil and blessing and calamity. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden. They had to leave the place because they touch God's portion. God's place is the place of provision, place of overflow. It's the place of joy. It's the place of greatness. It's the place of power. It's the place where you execute that dominion. Now, you cannot afford not that your will be submitted to his will. Let me put it this way. Have you discovered these things that you decide? And it was such a great urge. And it didn't work out. Huh? Have you discovered that? 
There's certain things we did. We thought it was the right thing. We didn't consult God. We based it on logic, reason. We based it on other people's experiences. We based it on our desires. And then we discover it didn't work out. The only guarantee you and I have as the family of God, the bride of Christ, the temple of the Holy Ghost, is to submit our will to God's will. Romans chapter 8.30, Moreover, whom he did predestine, they may also, listen, they may also justified. He called them, they were first predestined, then they were called, then he, they may also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified, is what Paul says. Now this is phenomenal, because when God said, I make you this, I give you this, I, I <coughs> send you for this, was the reason that I can help you how to live out a demonstrated victorious a God's champion life by demonstrating Satan's defeat. One prayer we need to pray today. One thing to make August, that new beginning, that fresh start, that great month, the last of the four months of 2020. We cannot waste time. The three things that's important in your life is your identity, your purpose, and time. God's purpose for you is to live out what he has designed you to be. Go and I will make you fishers of men. To live out the Father's will. Come on somebody. I want you to help to understand this. Because when God gave you <laughs> this authority and this completeness. And God made you in his image, his likeness. Satan tries to distort it, and Jesus came to restore it, that you can stand as a king, a priest, a prophet. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Luke 10, I gave you authority over all the power. How much authority do you have? All the authority over all the power. Of the enemy, Luke 10, 19, that nothing will harm you. Where does it start, Gustav? Right here. By praying what Jesus prayed. Father, no longer my will, but your will be done. His will carries the assignment, the ability, the power that you can be always triumph, always be victorious, and fulfill your life mission. No longer to live haphazardly. No longer to say I'm a Christian. We, we know if, if there's a lot of Christians. But are we truly sons and daughters of God that creation is waiting on? And that's why he's called the king of kings. A king live according to the kingdom. Nobody can make you a king. You were born a king. <laughs> There's a lineage of born into a king. You cannot take somebody straight. That's why we were through the new birth. You were born kings and you were made ambassadors. 
you become through Christ king that can rule. But where does it start? By this prayer of Jesus. Father, not my will, but I bring my will today under submission of your will. I let go of my will, God, because my will doesn't work. My will take me to a limit. My will is something that doesn't guarantee. There is no guarantee. One day excited, the next day defeated. Start in the spirit and in the flesh, my will. But because you shed your blood to make it possible that I can submit my will today to your will, I hand over I surrender. That's the word for my will. Surrender. I hands up, God. I surrender unto you today. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. If you don't know Jesus Christ, that's the beginning point. That's how we came to the Lord. By surrendering the old way, the old nature, the wrong road we were on. The thing that were controlling us, Satan and his kingdom have no longer dominion. We surrender that kingdom to God's kingdom and say, now your will be done. And if you are a sinner this morning, otherwise, why be a servant in the kingdom? <laughs> You're going to rule in hell by flames. That's what the Bible says with Satan. Now this morning, I surrender. If you're a sinner and you need Jesus, say, Jesus, I heard the word of the Lord this morning. I come to you. I surrender. I confess that you, my Lord, forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Your word says when I believe with my heart, confess with my lips, I will be saved. Thank you that I can walk out of this meeting as a born again, as a child of the living God. I make a choice. I'm not going to be on and off and up and down. I'm going to live out my new lifestyle in Christ as a citizen of heaven. Lord, those of us who serve God for years, a week, a year, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, this morning it's a daily choice. Lord, I surrender unto you. I give my will over to your will. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that I can apply from this day on because your will says, I can know. I only want to operate in the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Father, I thank you because when I seek your kingdom, everything will be added. It's a kingdom operation because you are the king of a kingdom and you made me a king, a person of position, ambassador. And thank you for your kingdom this morning. I no longer live in the earth kingdom. I'm in this world, but not from this world. I want to pray your prayer. Let your kingdom come as it is in heaven. Let it manifest in earth today. The starting point this morning is hand over your will. And when your will is hand over, operate in his will. And his will is a phenomenal will in the mighty name of Jesus. Gustav de Toy. From the Western Cape Loftal International, you have the authority to execute his will. Until tonight at 6 p.m., we love you. And what honor to serve you. Press the share button. Get everybody tonight, 6 o'clock. Say, oh my word, Central Africa time. We need to listen to the word. 
It's the word that's going to transform us more in the image and likeness of Christ. Until tonight, God bless you and we love you.